You are listening to the Sports CDP Crash Course, your go-to podcast for all things sports related. We talk about how sports clubs and teams can sell more tickets and merchandise than ever before and how they can negotiate sponsorship agreements of higher value. We also champion women's sports and discuss how data and innovation can help bring equality to the sports industry. We have interviewed industry leaders who have worked with the likes of the NFL, FC Barcelona, Women in Football UK, FIBA, the Davis Cup, just to name a few. So don't miss out. Listen to today's episode. And we are live. Thank you so much, everyone that's tuning in. Thank you for joining us for LinkedIn Live book launch. And I can already see in the comment section that everyone is excited as I am. My name is Lorraine and I'm the head of communications and PR here at Data Talks. And uh, we recently published a book. This is why we're all here. And our book is called More Supporters, Superior Sales, Real Revenue, Four Fundamentals of Selling Tickets and Merchandise. This book is available to purchase on Amazon on all marketplaces. And we would really love for you to purchase the book because all proceeds will go to Level Up Foundation, which is a charity based in Uganda that uses football for child development, working specifically with girls. So that's why we're so excited to have you all joining. And if you would be so kind as to sort of comment where you're joining from, because I know that we would all love to, to see where you're joining us from. But I'm not alone. I have my wonderful co-authors with me, and I will let them introduce themselves. All right, so I go first. Fantastic. So it's uh, really great to be here. I've uh, been looking forward to, to, this, uh, to this event. Uh, so I'm Stefan. I'm the CEO and founder of, of Data Talks. And like I said, it's a pleasure to be here. Been working like 25 years in the uh, data and tech industry connected to marketing and sales. And everything sort of has channeled into, into Data Talks as a company. But that has been my career, and, and also I would say my one of my passions, but the other passion has always been sports, right? So first of all, being a, a player, my, my, my sport was ice hockey, but then af- after that, being a, a coach and now also a board member of, uh, of one of the uh, larger, largest uh, floorball uh, clubs. And for those of you who don't know floorball, you have to check it out. It's an awesome game. It's really big here in the Nordics, uh, actually in, in some places in Europe as well. But you have to check it out. It's a fantastic, uh, it's a fantastic sport. But anyway, all of that like uh, channels into Data Talks. So Data Talks is also definitely my my passion. That's me. And good afternoon, everyone. Uh, I'm Dionysius. I'm thrilled to be here today, uh, meeting all of you. Uh, I'm Chief Pro Officer at Data Talks, helping basically sports organizations to sell more tickets. To their games, increase revenue from their merchandise and negotiate sponsorship agreements of higher value. Uh, my passion is building actually sustainable, profitable sports organizations that can support their fans and athletes continuing to grow and thrive in the years to come. So I'm so excited to be here today and look forward to connecting with other sports industry professionals to share insights and ideas on how we can all drive growth and success in the industry. Oh, and before I forget, 
I'm originally from Athens, Greece, uh, which makes me an avid supporter of Panathinaikos. Uh, its emblem is a samrock. The samrock constitutes an ancient spiritual symbol for good luck and balance between the body, the soul, and the spirit. And this is how I uh, pave my way through life. That's how I try to do so, at least. So back to you, Lorraine. Fantastic, fantastic. And before Dionysius, I ask you to tell everyone that's joining what the book is all about and give us a synopsis on the contents of the book. I just want to give everyone a shout out. I see from the comments that we have someone joining in from France, someone from Atlanta, Singapore, London, Botswana, where I'm from. So whoop whoop to that. And of course, we've got, uh, <laughs> we've got Sweden, we've got Romania, Germany. So thank you so very much. And the UK. Did I mention the UK? Thank you so very much for, for joining us. But Dionysius, it is time to stop keeping people in suspense. What is the book all about? Tell us. Oh, thanks. Thanks for passing that, Lorraine. So the book constitutes basically from four parts. I'll, I'm going to keep it short and to the point. So please bear with me uh, for a bit. Right. So the first part covers the importance of strategy for sports organizations and the challenges they face in a hyper digitized environment. It also highlights the digital opportunities available to sports organizations while warning against copying another organization's strategy. That's a big no-no. The key components to a winning sports marketing strategy are discussed along with the importance of KPIs. So in a nutshell, strategy, KPIs, why everything uh, is important. Part two focuses on the Data Talks formula, which aims to help sports organizations to sell more tickets, sponsorship agreements, and merchandise. This section covers the four fundamentals of selling more tickets and merchandise, negotiating sponsorship agreements, calculating return on investment, and how to cope with relegation. So part two is basically about the data talks formula and the four fundamentals, right? Part three offers advice on increasing fan loyalty, building loyalty with Gen Z fans, adapting to 24-7 fans, and reactivating passive supporters. And part four, last but definitely not least, is specifically about women's sports, discussing the obstacles women face, how supporter data can help women's sports, marketing strategies for women teams, and use cases for CDPs in women's clubs. So in a nutshell, part one, strategy KPIs, number two, Data Talks Formula and Four Fundamentals, number three, loyalty, number four, women in sports. Now, I'm going to ask both Dionysius and Stefan about why they wanted to write the book, but I will probably start first and, and share why I wanted to, to write the book, right? I wanted to write this book because the knowledge that we share in this book, like Stefan already mentioned, he's got 25 years of experience working in tech. Dionysius has loads of experience working with growth and the commercial side, and I have loads of experience with communications, PR, and marketing. And so you put this all together, it's over 40 years combined experience in all these different intersections. And so to be able to conduce or bring down all this knowledge into something that is quite concise and precise, is such, a, is such an honor, right? Because we all know the internet age, you can just go down this rabbit hole where you're trying to find information, but you sometimes it's not re reliable and you don't know what to take as, as truth and which one is false, because sometimes it feels like people are saying just buzzwords and so many different things that 
you kind of are rendered sort of um, immobile and not knowing which direction to take, right? And I think to be able to put all of this knowledge into a single book and talk about all the things that we're all individually passionate about. We're passionate about sports, about tech. I'm passionate about women's sports. And the whole Data Talks team is passionate about women's sports. And as you know, we have the Women in Sports uh, Initiative. That's how passionate we are, that we're always putting our money where our mouths are in that sense. And so to be able to be part of this process was such an honor because I feel like, one, we are bridging that education and information gap right? Because some of the things that we talk about, clubs with like unlimited resources typically are the only ones that have access to this information, right? And so we're talking thousands of US dollars and pounds and euros in consultation for this information that we share. So I, I'm pretty honored to be part of this experience because I feel like we're really giving back and really contributing to this industry that we all so very much love. And I wonder, Stefan, is... What's the reason you wanted to write this book? Because you have all this experience from the tech industry, like over 25 years, and this passion for sports. Is that why you wanted to write the book? Absolutely, you're you're right. So 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 it starts with the, with the passion for for sports. It, it definitely does, and it's an opportunity to actually sort of uh, get all the experiences that you have, and and hopefully. Uh, over the years, you, you've acquired some knowledge that I at least want to share, right? So, so, so that is the the foundation for 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 writing the book. I mean, it's it's one thing you can, of course, uh, you can of course write a lot of uh, blog posts. You can write in different forums on 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 internet or wherever. But there is a there is a thing if you actually have the courage to put that into a book, it it sort of maybe there's a, a little bit more. Um, they understand that it's not just a thing that you're writing that day. It's actually something you put you know, some thought into. And there are a couple of things that we, we want to put across. And, and one is the, like, so, so the passion for sports means that we want the sports industry to, to thrive. And being able to do that is, is to help the sports industry. And maybe not, so maybe not help the, the ones that are already helping themselves, meaning the ones with the, the big, biggest budgets. I mean, they're 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 all set. They have the budget, right? So it's all the other ones that don't have that big budget that probably need, that might want to have some some guidance on how can you actually do that. And that's the thing with technology today. It's an incredible enabler, and it will enable you to actually do exactly what the ones with the big budgets are doing. You can do exactly the same thing with your limited budget. It is possible. So and and but it goes into so many areas because technology is only an enabler. So you have to know what do I do with that? What how do I do that? So so that's why you need maybe some um, something to get you started. And for those who who have come a bit and, and probably have an idea of where they want to go, I I hope that we can help them like execute because at the end of the day. Uh, you have to execute. There's no point in having a strategy or reading a book and, and formulating your strategy if you're not executing on it, because execution is key. And with that comes that you will probably make some mistakes. But those are the ones you learn from. So it's, it's, it's not a problem. OK, so that was a long answer to a very short question, as usual. Sorry for that. We love people that have a lot to say. So keep it coming. Keep it coming. Dionysius, you're the growth guy, you're the commercial, the money guy. Tell us, why did you want to write this book? 
I would say, Lorraine, tapping to what Stefan said, uh, I think the vision is there, right? I mean, every sports organization out there, they know exactly what to achieve and how to achieve it. My kind of um, uh, motive, I would say, was that coming from uh, um, a background that has nothing to do with sports, I mean, I played sports when I was younger, but, you know, I've never really worked for a sports organization before. My background is basically within B2B uh, business uh, in machine manufacturing, logistics and telecommunications. And when I jumped into the sports world a couple of years ago, I had to do all the mistakes uh, by myself, right? I had to actually take all the growth recipes or the best practices uh, that I used to call them and apply them towards sports and see what sticks or not. Uh, so there was not a single playbook out there, at least none that I'm aware of, that explains to a commercially minded sports person on how to practically create revenue for the organization without, of course, sacrificing funds loyalty. So I've learned in the long way or the hard way, hence I felt it's about time now to actually give it back to the community. So create a playbook that you can actually read and apply today and create more revenue. Can I tag on to something? Something there that that that's there, there's a word here that's been coming up a, a few a few times. And Dinisius, you you mentioned it like uh, not ruining the loyalty of the fans and so on. That is, uh, of course, uh, very very important that that we keep the the trust of the fans and the loyalty of the fans and so on and the engagement. And that, but but that's the thing with the sports industry, right? Uh, what sort of differentiate differentiates the sports industry to any other industry is that, in one way, you can take that uh, fan engagement and loyalty for granted. It's there, right? That's one of the reasons that you're into sports because you have the engagement and you're loyal to your club. That won't change. But uh, you need a playbook to understand that loyalty does not equal revenue. That there is no such thing. So you have to understand how do I turn that loyalty into revenue, and that, that that's the key thing, uh, and I think that that's that's where where um, uh, a book like this is is needed to to do that transformation, um, because that that's uh, th- that is that is key um, in in achieving that. So I think that that's really important that you understand that you look at your at sports from a business perspective and acknowledge the fact that it is. I know that like sports, people don't like to say this, but sports is also a product. And there is no such thing as a product that does not need selling. So every product needs selling. And that, that's just a fact. So the, 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 the product you have is on the uh, field, is on the pitch. And that needs to be, to be sold. And that's how you sort of convert the loyalty into revenue. But you have to do it in a smart way. And that's where sort of the data comes into play. I think understanding those mechanisms is also important. That's why I think there is a place for for such a such a book. Absolutely, and bang on, especially when it comes to Gen Z, right? The new, the sort of the younger generation. They want to. They're not just going to give you their loyalty. You probably already have it, but they want you to work, to work with them to activate them a little bit to send them the right offers, the right. And we have a section actually in the book about Gen Z. So how how you. You can understand them and work with them as well. I know so far we've we've mentioned different sort of we've said the word sports clubs, but who is this book specifically for? Um, Stefan, maybe you can take this this question. Who should be reading this book? 
<laughs> uh, I was going to say anyone, but that, that's that's uh, coming off too easy. Uh, no, I think uh, on the commercial side of, of a sports club, there there's like yes, um, uh, sea levels definitely uh, should enjoy it. They, they, there's parts in it that that's interesting for them. But I think anyone that's interested in actually understanding the mechanisms of how you can how you can leverage loyalty to create the revenue that that that's the key. So it doesn't really matter what. What uh, title you have, or or where you work, if you're working in ticketing or or merchandise or wherever, I think it's if you're interested in how can I actually uh, create sustainable revenue uh, and, and not just create the 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 spikes when I when I sort of launch my my new uh, home home kit for for the season, but I want to raise the average revenue coming in, which means that you're also creating a lot more sustainable revenue. If you're if you're into that, then you should definitely uh, look into the book. And I think also if you know that that you need to also be executing on, on whatever strategy you put forward, then, then you should definitely uh, read the book. Dionysios, if somebody today purchases the book, what can they expect to learn from the book? Um, a lot of leaders that I discussed uh, recently uh, within sports um, they say actually the same and the same thing, that their organization's fate cannot solely depend on the team's performance on the pitch, right? Of course, it's epic when your team wins. It's easy wins for you as well on the commercial department. Ticket sales skyrocket for the next month. Match day revenue will increase. You'll see a nice spike, as Stefan mentioned, on the merchandise sales. Everything goes fantastic. But then you have... a actually those non-happy days, you know, the, the rest of the days that your team due to bad luck or tiredness or for any other reason, they couldn't perform as expected. So what do you do, do then? You cannot just sit and wait. You need to build actually a new revenue stream. So every uh, person in a non-sport department, they need to actually read uh, the book so that they can create uh, a growth revenue engine within the club so treat it as a normal enterprise basically organization so this book will give you exactly what you need to succeed with that a proven framework that has worked for hundreds of sports organizations out there doesn't really matter which sport they are in it doesn't really matter in which country you're in it will definitely work for you as well so those four fundamentals that consist the data docs formula can actually help you create uh, the revenue. So this is what you're going to learn, I would say. I kind of want to round this off with just talking about, uh, I don't know if love is too much of a strong word, but why we love the book, you know, the the, the passion behind the book, right? And for me, I, I can start, I'm a marketing person, but it does not mean that I don't care about data and using data to, to improve how I work, right? But... All these conversations around data, like I said right at the beginning, they can be so full of buzzwords and so full of technicalities that I'm just there left wondering, like, what does that, this actually mean? So to be able to, to deliver the content of the book in, in a way that we know that everyone that can that needs to work with data, so in sports marketing, in ticketing, everyone that needs to work with data, they can understand how to work with it to achieve their commercial goals just by simply reading the book and not needing to cross-reference with many other things. I think that's a very, one of the most compelling reasons I I wanted to to be part of the process. And another thing is that 
I think that for everyone, whether you are already, you're kind of just starting now with data and don't really know where to go with it and how to work with it, that part about strategy, the first part, is so all-encompassing that you have the right toolkit to start with. But then for other people that are a bit more advanced and feel like they know what they're doing already, there's still loads to learn from that, right? From learning about our, our formula, how we use this to meet, how we use data to meet commercial goals, but also learning about fan loyalty, right? Learning sort of the foundations and the basics and the building blocks of turning that loyalty into revenue, I think is one of the most compelling reasons. And of course, Last but not least, you know I'm an equality person. I'm so passionate about making sure that we bridge the gap when it comes to income, when it comes to knowledge, when it comes to women's sports versus men's sports, when it comes to whether somebody's in a developing country or more developed uh, country, therefore being in an industry that has more uh, resources and tools. I think that everyone can get something from this book, and that's why I am so passionate about it. But I would love to hear from you, Stefan. What what would you say is, why, why are you passionate about this? I can't find the right word because I feel like love might be a strong word. But <laughs> if you want to go with love, let's go with it. <laughs> uh, absolutely. Let, let's, uh, let's go with love. That, that, that works, uh, works just fine. You know, uh, it's like this. So I've been working with like data technology for so long and I've seen so many things go, go wrong. Um, and the thing is this, at the end of the day, you have something at the, at the tip of your fingers that is so valuable to you. And that is, that is, I know you've heard this before, but it is the data and it's the data around the fan. But to be honest, it's useless if you don't put it to work. But if you do, if you put it to work, you will see uh revenue uh coming in right and i'm not talking about like calculated revenue yes we calculated that we did this and it resulted into this no it's money in the bank revenue it's actual like euros dollars uh, swedish krona coming in right and and that's what you need as as uh, as a sports club you need that sustainable revenue and from the equality side of it, that is exactly also, I would say, what, what women in sports need as well. Because having sustainable revenue actually gives you freedom and it puts you in the driver's seat. It actually opens up a lot of opportunities. So there is, there is something there that can, that can help at that end as well. That, that's why we're also so very passionate about the, the women in sports side, uh, because we can actually make a, make a difference there. I guess that that sort of might explain a little bit about it, but uh, I I think with, with the right sort of tools and with tools I mean guidance and maybe the book can be a guidance and also you need actual tools uh, to 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 get you there. So hopefully it might inspire someone and then then hopefully get them on the on the journey. Fantastic. And now, Dionysius, do you want to take the same question? Why do you love this book? Uh, I would say, tapping to what uh, Stefan uh, just uh, mentioned about freedom, uh, right? How do you actually get freedom? Freedom to invest into grassroots, uh, freedom to invest into the women's side, uh, freedom just to make your own choices, basically, uh, without having to uh, argue with uh, sponsors or anyone internally. Well, 
there is only one way just to create enough revenue so that you are profitable as organization so the the main reason that i'm so so excited about uh, this book is that it will help you see this path of growth and it will help you actually make their sports organization profitable and if it's still profitable then to make even more money so those responsible for creating stable revenue streams for their organization 360 days per year they will find a lot of value uh, within that and not just like an academic research paper that they cannot really implement but something that they can actually read today implement tomorrow morning without technology right because you don't really need a technology you just need first to understand what you need to do then you'll find like the right technology or vendor out there to actually make that happen but if you don't have a plan there is no point to uh, adopt any technology uh, out there so if you are working in the sports industry or even transitioning from another uh, industry like myself into sports then you'll definitely find tons of value in this book and if you don't please come back to us give us feedback that's the one thing that we actually appreciate a lot and that is absolutely true now we'll move on to some questions and uh, we've gotten some questions in and i think this question we might have uh, talked about a little bit more but denise is i'd like you to sort of give it a crack and uh, sort of say reiterate really does the whole concept of the book refer to European sports organizations only? Do you believe that it will be useful for me in the US, for example? Absolutely. Actually, it doesn't really matter if you're based in Europe, uh, US or wherever, right? Uh, the book actually has um, details like a framework that actually works for every season, every sport and every region. Uh, so we have actually customers that we have validated this framework with uh, in APAC. Uh, we also have customers in in, uh, in across the whole Europe. So I don't think that there is anything that's stopping you. Uh, if it's an individual sport or a team sport, if it's US or Europe, it's basically the same. So go for it and uh, grab a copy and let me know if it doesn't work. Uh, I'll be very negatively surprised but still i want that feedback absolutely but uh yes we we really just want the feedback like tell us tell us what you found useful tell us what you didn't find so useful and if you have questions of course ask us as well and here's another question that i think i will i will answer um what are the prerequisites uh for prerequisites rather for getting most out of the book so how can i get the most out of the book and the thing that we love is we want to be practical and Stefan's already shared about this, the execution. It's very, very important. So what we've done is that at the end of the book, we included a sort of self-assessment. We've put in questions that are very specific that will make you stop and then think. OK, and I'll give you an example. So we go, we've spoken about the four fundamentals, right? The first one being grow your supporter base continuously. So then we ask you this question, how are you going to commit to growing your supporter base continuously? So that's your opportunity to really stop, think about it and think about your how. So what have you been doing so far? What do you need to do? What do you need to change? What do you need to improve? What do you need to adopt? Right. And so really stopping at those questions and asking yourself those questions 
and answering them to the best of your ability will set you off in the right path, right? And then if we look at the second second fundamental of collecting supported uh, data with contact information and then merging that to all other data sets that you might have, you then question yourself, you ask yourself, how am I doing this today? Am I actually uh, collecting supporter data with contact information? Is it that I just know people's names, but I don't have their emails, I don't have their phone numbers? What are you actually doing? And are you merging that uh, information with all data sets, right? Are you matching, are you merging your contact information with how the person, has the person bought tickets, have they bought merchandise, how often have, did they buy this merchandise, all those kinds of data sets. So we, we really want to make this book practical. It's not one that you you read and then put off in a, in a shelf somewhere or use as a placemat or as a coaster because now it's like useless. So really take that opportunity to, to, to dive deep into what am I doing right now? How am I making this work? And um, yeah, so I think that's how you you get the the most out of this book. And out of curiosity, I do wonder, like, for everyone who's who's joined us right now, what's your what's your like what's your role in your sports club that you're working with? Are you a ticketing manager? Are you a commercial manager? Are you what do you do? Are you maybe more on the grassroots side? Are you more on the foundation side? It would be quite interesting to kind of to kind of see what you do and then just just for our own knowledge so that we know that we are actually reaching the right people but we'll take another question um, and the question is I am working for a governing body within sports will I get any value out of the book and if yes what would that be and I think that Stefan you would be the perfect person to answer this would you mind taking that one Absolutely. Uh, um, I'll be happy to. So, yes, of course, um, uh, you'll get something out of the book. And then it also depends. Okay, so what, what would that be? Uh, it, well, it depends a little bit of uh, how how your, let's say, your, your federation or your governing body is the, the setup. Um, you might not have, uh, like, ticket sales or not even merchandise sales. So that might not be the use cases that, that you'll dive into. But we do have examples, like we have one federation that has the OTT platform and that broadcasts uh, the games for, for that uh, specific for federation. So they wanted to dive into that and see how can we actually increase the interest and how can we get more subscribers and how can we actually learn more about the, uh, the, the subscribers that, that we already have. So there is, there is different use cases depending on the, on the situation or, or where, where you're sort of uh, from so so yeah definitely there there's good stuff in there for for federation as well fantastic fantastic and uh um uh, i think i will give you this question it says who will be the narrator for the audible version of the book will we be creating an audible version and if so who is going to be the narrator <laughs> Uh, I was thinking of Beyonce actually because we have a concert uh, recently. But <laughs> if if she declines, uh, then I have to find another one. I'm, I'm open to suggestions. I uh, I, I got an idea. Uh, let, let's call Ryan Reynolds uh, from Wrexham uh, FC, yes. right? Let's get him to be there. No, hundred percent, hundred percent. Let's start a movement. Let's get. <laughs> What's his name? Yeah, let's get Ryan. Let's get Ryan. Yes, uh, fantastic. But I also want to highlight uh, another comment uh, which says, democratizing this information is a great contribution to helping to level the playing field. 
And I think that this is uh, something that we've all sort of spoken about at different times. So uh, absolutely, we agree with that with that comment. And then just also highlighting a comment from someone that is in uh, marketing school. We love it because you get to have a taste of what's sort of, um, because I, I believe that we're pioneers and I believe that we're disruptors and we're really bringing in different changes from our various um, experiences and bringing them to the sports industry. So it's fantastic to see that we've got students joining us as well. So thank you. Thank you very much. But if I believe that that's everything, uh, Stefan, do you have anything to say as a last word? <laughs> uh, uh, no, not really. Yeah, I have one thing. It just start, start. That's 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 my last word. Yeah. Yes. Just start. That's fantastic. I didn't mean to make it sound so final, the last word. But <laughs> Dionysius, do you have a last word before we leave? Uh, I would say buy the book and give us feedback. Uh, I think this is uh, what I would uh, love to, to hear your thoughts. Uh, uh, because I believe that uh, this will make you uh, a lot of uh, revenue. Uh, we've uh, done it with a lot of sports organizations. Uh, so put that effort. It's a few pages long, uh, so go for it. Fantastic. And we've just had uh, another last-minute kind of question sliding in from Jeff, and uh, it's great. It's always great. To, it's not over until it's, it's over, so it's, it's great that we got a question from you as well. And Jeff is saying, I'm currently a SAFA coaches instructor, and I think, Jeff, looking at your name, you're probably from South Africa, um, so SAFA coaches instructor and my biggest challenge is how to develop sports in disadvantaged areas because most sponsors are focused on development areas um, does anyone have a comment Dionysius or Stefan regarding that um, there, there's not a specific question I guess it's just a, it's just a comment so Jeff if you do have specific questions feel free to reach out to any one of us and we'll be more than happy to chat with you and uh, sort of um, hear what you have to say but if you guys have a comment feel free to just jump in otherwise we can uh, move on i can i can just uh, very briefly say that uh, we've actually experienced the same thing with uh, uh, sports uh, federation uh, in uh, the central europe uh, where basically their focus is uh, about how to develop grassroots and grassroots is more or less the same right sponsors they don't really care about uh, grassroots they actually care about the men's uh, team mainly uh, so what you can do there is uh, just highlight to specific vendors uh, that they would care about let's say energy drinks that have to do with grassroots or they're about protein bars, I don't know. So I think it's the same there. Maybe it's not the same sponsors uh, that you can actually target, but it's someone else uh, that actually cares about this. Uh, but uh, feel free to reach out, absolutely. We can have a chat about that anytime. Fantastic. And with that, I believe we've come to the end of our LinkedIn Live book launch. How fantastic it was to share with all of you that joined us so thank you thank you so much once again the book is called more supporters superior sales real revenue four fundamentals of selling tickets and merchandise the book is available on amazon and it retails at around 30 pounds or 30 us dollars uh, 30 
euros and all proceeds will be going to Level Up Foundation, which is a charity in Uganda using football for the development of children, specifically girls. So thank you so much for joining us and uh, we'll see you next time if we have a book two or if we have any other events. So thank you so much. If your goal is to get more supporters, superior sales and real revenue, then visit our website at datatalks.se and fill out our demo form to experience firsthand how we can help you. Data Talks, more supporters, superior sales, real revenue.